Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com. You get one life, you gotta make it count to dream. Welcome to Topically Yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Dirty Shula. Well, now let me ask you a question. How many of you have seen potential in your children and sought to help the child develop their skills and talents further, but you had no idea how to go about it? Well, my guest today, Christopher B. Pierman, spent 20 years or so helping his daughter 
actress Raven Simone recognize her potential and realize her goals and dreams. And on the show today, he's going to talk about how he placed his daughter on the road to success when she was only three years old. Mr. Pierman has authored a book to serve as a guide to other parents who want to help their children realize their dreams entitled Dream So Big, A Parent's Guide to Helping Your Child Believe and Achieve. Pierman's book takes the reader through a process of applying eight practical and spiritual principles that he calls dream catchers. Christopher believes that by utilizing these principles, individuals will find themselves traveling the road to success. A health and wellness coach, mentor, motivational speaker, and author, Christopher Pierman has served as an inspiration to many who have followed his formula, read his book, and taken his advice. <laughs> How are you, Deirdre? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So why don't I start I want- off by asking you about yourself, your background, and how you were born, where you were born and raised? Well, I was born in Riverside, California. My father on March Air Force Base. My father was in the Air Force. And uh, after a year there, uh, my family moved to Hartford, Connecticut. And from Hartford, Connecticut, at the age of 10, moved down to the south. And and that was Atlanta, Georgia. And then that's where I was. That's where I grew up, went to high school and college, and the rest is history. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you're in, in Southern California these days. California, yeah, I have a, I have still have my home in Atlanta, uh, but I presently reside in California, Huntington Beach. How's the weather out there? I hear they're having a drought. Yeah, I mean it's it's like at uh, apocalyptic levels. Um, you know, it's very mm-hmm. serious, which is really going to affect which is really going to affect the, uh, you know, the United States. Because uh, a lot of, the, especially the avocado market, <laughs> a lot of our fruits and stuff come from here. And with it being a uh, uh, a drought here, you know, the United States is going to really feel it. People don't know about it. I think they should Google it and look at it. It's really bad, really bad. Yeah, well, that tells us now that we better start really seriously paying attention to our environment. Seriously. Uh, well, you know what? We're not separate from it. A lot of people think we are, but uh, but we're not. And, um, you know, we've got some rough times ahead of us. Hopefully everybody, human race, come together and realize it, do something about it. So our children and our grandchildren can see this beautiful earth like we did. Yeah, and we, and we your principles, you, you live by certain uh, principles, which you discuss in your book. We need to start applying those principles because they could apply to anything. Absolutely. 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 You know what? The key. Well, well, let's let's start from the beginning, if you don't mind. Let's start from the beginning, and that is, uh, at two years old, my uh, daughter said she wanted to be on the Cosby Show, and uh, we were living in Atlanta at the time, and uh, there was no way we can meet Bill Cosby other than to be in New York City. We never plans to do that. So when he was born, we took the child uh, to number one agency in Atlanta to see if whether or not they would accept it. And if they did, we knew it would be on the right path. So we did that. And, um, you know, I named her to be a star, to be an icon one day, because I just felt as though that's what 
my child needed uh, to be able to have a great life. I mean, that's just what one thought pattern was. So we gave her two names as one, which was Raven Simone. And believe that, you know, one day the world will know her as that. Um, that's all outlined in my book. To make a long story short, we went to New York, sold everything that we had, gave ourselves 12 months to try to meet Bill Cosby. And, you know, to be on that show to help make that dream come true. And 11 and a half months later, we went out for a movie called Ghost Dad, which was starring Bill Cosby and directed by Sidney Poitier. And he kept her in there a long time, but he came back and said, felt he was disappointed because he felt that she might be a little too young at the time she was three. And I said, yeah, but she, she had a great photographic memory. She memorized eight pages of script. She could have done it, but he chose to pass. And as we're about to leave out the door, um, the, the people came up and said, listen, we cast for this movie. Our name is Hughes Moss, but we also cast for the Cosby show. Would you like to meet Bill Cosby? And we were like, wow. You know, next day we met him and he signed her. It wasn't even looking for anybody. And the rest is history. Now you know her as Raven Simone. And what was important was that everybody during that time would say, hey, I want my child to do it. You, you know, you get a lot of friends when you're famous. You know, my friends to do it. I want to, how do I do it? I didn't have an answer for them, DJ. I didn't have an answer other than the usual, you know, keep hope alive or keep your eye on the sparrow uh, or, or whatever the case, whatever good words that sound good at the time, people do that. But well, I wasn't were you learning happy it as well? I mean, you were learning as you were going along yourself. Is that correct? Well, yeah, to be honest with you, no. Because when you're caught up in the hustle, when you're caught up in the tornado, you don't know really what's going on, what's making it work, because you're busy trying to keep that tornado, keep that wind going. You understand what I'm saying? It was mm -hmm. not until after, and I made that decision, that I wanted to be able to give something of value back to people who asked me this question, the people in general. I felt it was a miracle that happened with my daughter to be on the number one show in America, and they're not looking for anybody, and you take a chance to go towards that and follow your belief or your faith uh, in what you want to do. Um, that's pretty strong, you know, and I wanted to find out some way that other people can do this. I knew I'm not anybody special, you know, I'm just from Decatur, Georgia. I'm just like anybody else. Um, but, but I want to give them something of value. So what I did was I traveled around the world uh, and I studied great people doing, that did amazing things from Napoleon to Alexander the Great, and et cetera. And I came up with my dream, principles um and which are called the dream catchers and when you apply them to your life to your dream you too can manifest your dreams into your reality and let me let me tell you something this is nothing new the, the key here deidre is focus isn't it it's focus and this is basically a focus tool because what we did when we said we wanted to be on the cosby show that was the only thing that was on our mind there was nothing else. There was there was no compromise or anything else because we left Atlanta and drove up there. We were and and the bridges not to say they was cut, but we weren't going back. You see what I'm saying? And that was our goal. We stayed focused on that, and so that came into our reality. To someone else, the same thing. Whether it's a doctor, lawyer, uh, lemonade franchise, Arby's franchise, doesn't matter. But when you commit and focus on that dream every day. It'll come true for you. And, and what these dream catchers do is you apply each one, like paying attention, belief, knowing it, picture it, getting real, doing good, being you, killing fear. Once you start to look at that and making sure all of those are applicable to your dream and to you and it's working and it's there, it comes about. Me talking to you today is that 
same principle. I want to write a book, be on the radio, be on television. I've been CNN. I'm on tour. I speak at colleges and so forth like that. I didn't do that before. I spent most of my life raising my daughter and making her be who she is today. But I applied these principles to my authorship, and here I am. So not only with her, it works on her, but it works on me, works on other people. Uh, so this is what I give to the world. My book, Dream's So Big. Now, your dream, your book basically is, is, is focusing on children. But kids have a way of saying, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be... They, they... Once you find out what it is that brings your child joy, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times people are... Uh, a lot of times people are have their children doing many things, you know, five or six things. You go to karate class, go to uh, banjo class, go to dance class, and I think that's great. But you have to concentrate on one thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you see that your child is like, I love dance, and you see that her focus is on that, then you need to focus on that. You know, just the dance and then the badminton and the, and, and the that because you're taking away the time to cultivate that interest that she has. Does that make sense? If you notice Steph Curry, the Steph Curry, the world champions, you look back at his story, you know, when he was just a little kid with his dad, that's all he did. Or Michael Jordan, when you talk to them, what do they say? That's all I thought about. When I said we went to New York, as far as Cosby is concerned, that's all we thought about. Alexander the Great in conquering the world, that's all he thought about. You know, and so when you think about that and you say, well, and you're no different than any of these other people, the only difference is, is how they think. So you have to help your child. If, they're, if, they, if they love dance, then that's all they should think about. That's all you should give them, you know, and unless that attention on that uh, dwindles, you know, or their love for it dwindles, then you look for those other things. Um, my child wanted to be a star so and be on the Cosby show. So there was nothing else that that we talked about other than achieving that goal. And though and, and, and so today, you know, as Raven Simone. Make sense? Well you know what's interesting that you and I talked before the show and you had mentioned that even when you were a teenager you had uh admired Cosby because he was almost the only African American out there that had a show of his own and and things like that. So you were already focusing on Cosby back in your teens. Would, I, would that be correct to say? Oh, not only correct, but so profound. <laughs> Let me just give you an example. It's amazing that the things you dream about that's in your, your deepest desires always will seem to come about for you. I remember when I was a teenager and, and I lived in the basement or whatever, and you used to look at TV, and one of the shows you used to look at, which was real popular back in the day, was The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And, I used to, and I, it just was a favorite show of mine. We'd rather have Muhammad Ali or Bill Cosby, whatever the case may be on. And, uh, and I looked at it from afar. And believe it or not, I said, you know, one day I would love to, you know, be a part of that. And lo and behold, even though this through my daughter, I was a chance to be on that set with a Johnny Carson, you know, touch that, that desk or touch that curtain uh, or meet Bill Cosby, but even greater than that, to work with him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or mm-hmm. have, and that was that was the way that my daughter's dream came true. But then I did think back and say, but I thought about that back when I was a kid. The, the thing about it is, Deidre, which is so beautiful, beautiful is thousands of years ago they, they said this was true, and it is still today. What you think about, you will become about. Always, as a man thinketh, so shall he become. That is so true. So you have to watch your thoughts 
because if you even if even thoughts of what you don't want will come to you. You know what I'm saying? Think about this. The people who always talk about sickness always the ones that seem to be sick. The one mm-hmm. always talking about being well seems always the ones about being well. And it's like I look at things like that. So I change my way of thinking. If I want to be a certain way, I start thinking of how I want to be, not how I am or how I was, because my desire is of being something else. So then I, I concentrate all of my thoughts on that. And in this moment, right now, in this time, I am living the way I had dreamed I want to live and be. Now, do you say when you, when you were envisioning, I, I suppose that would be what it is, you're envisioning, do you say I am or I want to be? Or you say you already no. are? I am. That alerts the universe to bring everything it is to make that a reality for you. You know, uh, because if you think of it again, uh, you say, I'm a radio host. You're a radio host. A uh, drug addict say, I am a drug addict. They are a drug addict. I am a doctor. I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? I am successful. Even if I'm thinking, you I don't have any money in my pocket, I still am, I am successful. You know what I'm saying? And, and then as you walk towards that, and that dream that's the portal for you to be successful, you will be successful. It, it's, it's almost like guaranteed. It's the power of the mind that changes our reality and presents a, re- and presents a reality that we desire. This is no... But you have to be hocus, positive for positive stuff. results, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know people hear this all the time, but there's a reason for it. You know, uh, how can you say it? From a, from a molecular level, this is what we do. You know, this is what we do. Uh, that, that attractive ability on a molecular level, this is who we are because we're made up of all these molecules and, and we come from there. So, so our thought is energy, and energy attracts right. like energy, you know, and that's just a fact. And I know a lot of people think, oh, you know, that's mumbo-jumbo or this and that, but this is real. Scientists have known this for years, not only scientists today, but ancient people. They, un- they understood it. That's why they were able to create Incredible things. The pyramids back then, they didn't have laser technology and all we have today. But did you know that we can't uh, recreate what they did with the tools that they had? We can't even do that today. We don't even today don't know what the pyramids really did. What they were. Some do, though. Well, they were used for healing and other things. Some do, but the majority don't. Yeah, and and think about this, Deirdre. They never found a pharaoh in those, and they never found a, a, a pharaoh in in those pyramids, the pyramids of Giza and so forth. They haven't because they buried the pharaohs in the Valley of the Kings, which they discovered. Mm-hmm. So the question I have become: What was this for? Well, they you know, say it was There was a lot of sound energy in there that they used for healing purposes. That and getting in touch with and getting in touch with their true selves. They, you know, where they're situated on the earth are on these energy lines and patterns. All and it's and it's attached to other pyramids around the world. It's so mm-hmm. deep, man. It's so deep, and it's and it's positioned on the earth as the three stars in the Orion Belt is in yeah. the sky to the to the inch exactly. to the inch. You know, so they it's, open but they portals. Under- it opens portals. Oh my God! It opens their mind. It opened their mind. They mm-hmm. dealt with mind. See, today, 
our technology is overcoming our greatest technology, which is our mind. Exactly. Hello? Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. And we're and we're missing that. We're missing that. And so basically what I try to do is bring bring to people the idea of how great they are, how beautiful they are, how magnificent that they are as this human being. And and in using your mind and understanding that your thoughts create things and what you think about, you'll be about in a true sense. I think that's what we're missing. I think that's what our youth is missing because they want to be, but they don't know how to be. Do you understand what I'm saying, Deidre? Absolutely. That's that's the thing. That's that's the crux right there. They want to be, but they don't know how to go about being. Well, right, 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 right. So I'm here, saying, here, look. Of Raven, for example, we just talked about the mindset. But in reality, uh, how did you go about getting her... Uh, no, you had to start somewhere. Did you start with her, or how did you start with her? With the Ford agency in New York, and they said, hey, if you're in town, come by. I mean, but come on now. We're not just going to just be in town. So that's when we sold everything we had and took that shot. And uh, when we got there at the audition, she got signed on the spot with them. She started to work, started to work. One day, I went out for the movie Ghost Dad starring Bill Cosby and uh, directed by Sidney Poitier. Uh, and the rest is history, you know? Um, they they wanted to at least see some credentials, right? I mean, you just walk into an audition and don't have credentials. They, her modeling was somewhat of her credentials to then go to the next step, correct? Well, absolutely. If she, had she not been in that world, then how are we going to meet Bill Cosby, too? You know what I'm exactly. saying? That's um, what I'm saying. So yeah. the universe... From the sea, but you know what the key the key was? The key was, Deirdre, the key was the seed. The seed was when I noticed that I was going to have this child. Um, and, you know, I didn't say it out, but I have people who have first-time children, whatever, I mean, I was afraid, you know? I mean, I'm excited, but I'm afraid, you know, because you, you, I want, you, know, you want her life to be great. You want her to be loved. You want her to be healthy. You, you know, this is your child. And, exactly. and and like I said, from that moment of saying, I want her to be a star, that was everything right then. That was the seed. It's just like if I have a seed of an acorn tree, I see, you see the acorn, and even if you cut it in half, you'll never see that tree. But it's the potentiality of that tree in that seed, which is important. It's the potential of the tree that's there. Mm -hmm. So when I planted that seed, I want to be this, uh, this star, the, the potential of her being that is out in the universe now. And so everything came and was right on time for it to, for it to happen and for it to be. And again, let me say this, I never lost focus. I didn't know it then to say, let me stay focused, but hindsight is twenty twenty, And so when I look back, I say, you know what? We never lost focus, and we didn't. And she didn't either. And that was another thing, because she's following us. You know, your child's going to follow Her you. Dream. Right. Now, that's yeah, what I want right. to ask you next. I want to ask you next. If your child is following you, so then you have to live that kind of life, too. But a lot of people are going to say, but how can I? I have to work. I have to do these things. How can I just help my child? And then because I always have to bring income in, how do, how does, how do you balance the two? Or is it just a sacrifice you had to make and, and give up your work? Or how did you take care of your family? Well, 
first of all, we, we, we saved our money. Second of all, we took up part-time jobs when we wanted to. Uh, and, and then within those 12 months, we, we attained success. And through that ex- ex- success, obviously finance is going to go with that. And, and, and so that's how that, that's sustained. But most importantly is that with – let me see how do I, let me see how I answer that question for you. Um, yeah, because let me, let me ask, owners, what about my income? How am I going to Okay, okay, this? I got it. All right. A lot of times people don't understand time management. How they, you know, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to do this. In my book, I talk about the 80-20 principle. And that is to say that uh, out of 100%, uh, 80%, only 20% is what's really important for you to achieve your dream and what you're doing. You know, and you have to assess that. They put it down as far as the phone is concerned. Only about 20% of those numbers in your phone is what you call every day. You know, you can take away 80% of the unnecessary stuff that you do every day. Maybe you spend 30 minutes at Starbucks. Maybe you spend X amount in, in the gym or X amount just talking on the phone with people. When you can cut out 80% of the unnecessary stuff, as opposed to the 20% that you need to achieve your goal, you'll find you'll have a lot of room and a lot of time to do what you have to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it's about time, time management. management. Yeah, time management is what you're saying. Time management, uh, getting to understand the situation. It depends on what your child wants to do and how deep you have to be in it too. Yes, we have. That's why I say anybody. Uh, I had to put it as a parent's guide because the, um, the people who published the book, they felt as though that was is it. But I originally wanted to write, this is for everybody. And and it's just like when you're on the plane, Deirdre, and they say if you lose air pressure in the cabinet, uh, the cabin and the air, things come down from the ceiling. And if you have a child, put it on you first before you put it on your child. And that makes sense because how can you help them if you're unable to? to help yourself. So this book is for adults or parents to be able to apply to their lives because we have dreams too. You know, may not have children, but you still have a dream and these and these principles help you. And these are just simple world principles, you know, uh, that work for you. That's guaranteed to work. Now the book The Secret, are your principles similar similar to their those principles or Actually, the secret is applying the same kind of uh, mindset, uh, believe and achieve. I assume that's correct, believe and achieve. Well, absolutely. Um, You know, what you believe in, you're going to become no matter what it is. So what does that really say when you say that? You know, what does that really say? You know, is that what you think about, you're going to become. That's anybody. And if you believe it, it makes that what you're going to be even stronger. You know, uh, why? Because it's energy. This is these are powers. This is the energy that that were given to you. Uh, they're innate energies and powers. But what does that say? And how powerful is that? If a person understands that as they did in in ancient times, they wouldn't be as depressed and distressed as they are today. You know, the youth today are just feeling, oh man, I just can't. You know, I just can't make it. Yes, you can. Change the way you think. You know, when you change the way you see things, the things you see will change. It always does. And if that's the truth, and if that's the truth, then you have to sometimes think, well, is this reality an illusion? Because it's so malleable. It's malleable to your imagination. If, what you, if you change your, your thinking on something that you see, 
and that's something that you see is going to change because of that? How is that possible? Well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's kind of deep. On a molecular level, electrons, which we all are made up and everything is made up of electrons, they have a thing called the Heisenberg uh, theory or experiment. And they put an electron, which we're all made of, everything, uh, in a box. And an electron has a tendency to go from a particle to a wave. It, it changes. Uh, they know that when they open that box and a person observes that electron, depending on the observation of the person, the electron changes. It changes due to the observation of the person observing it. Now, that's deep. That's deep. And it changes from either a, a wave or to a particle based strictly on the observation of the person that's doing it. And then I thought about that. I said, wow, that's interesting. That, that means we can change our world by our thoughts. You can. And that's that energy. And then I thought about this that made sense. What happens when you walk into a room and everyone's looking at you? Don't you kind of feel it on the back of your neck like the hair on the back of your neck seems to raise up? Why does that happen? Why does that happen? Because there's an, a there's tension on you. And when you have an attention on someone, they change. They change. That's why my first dream catcher is pay attention. You know, look at a child when you pay, when you see a parent totally giving that child all this attention, that child is very healthy, very alert, very, you know, it's nurturing. You look at a child that doesn't get any attention, you see they become a recluse, they're balled up. These are experiments that are done that's been documented over the years. What about plants? Mm -hmm. What do they tell you? When you give a a plant an attention, attention, it, it, you can see it, 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 it's, what do you say? It's just beautiful. It's thriving just simply by your attention. So now if that's the case, that's proven, right? That's proven. So now you have your dream. You want to become a radio host. You want to become a doctor, whatever. Put your attention on that of what you want to be. The world will change for you to become. It makes sense. It's not going to stop with you. Well, don't, as soon as it gets to me, Chris, it just stop. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is uh, do by doing. For me, it's just do by doing. You just say, I want to do it, and you start doing it, and sooner or later other people believe you can do it too. Absolutely. But what are you doing? You put attention on it, didn't you? You focused on Mm -hmm. it. I'm going to do it. You focused on it. And there's a a difference between belief and knowing. There's a difference between belief and knowing. Now, although my third principle is belief, I had to change it after I wrote the book because I realized there's a difference, Chris, and I was locked into the thinking of everybody else. And by a simple statement that I made, which was, if you ask somebody if they can ride a bicycle and they say, I believe I can, but then you ask another person, they say, oh, I know I can. There's a big difference there. You know, yeah. so to me, it's about knowing. It's about being confident in yourself to say, you know, I am, I'm going to become, I am going to, my child is going to be on that Cosby show, or I am going to be world champion one day. I am, I am. That's all I thought about all my life. So if, if the people that are successful, success has that type of mindset, doesn't it make sense for you to have that mindset too? If you're trying to achieve something? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's my that's message. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you why. Uh, you call your principles, and please name each one again what they are, and uh, let me ask you why you call them dream catchers. When you apply my dream catchers to your to, to your life or to your dream, you're letting everything that's positive and good for you to, to let that happen 
come to you. The dream catcher is a native uh, Native American tradition where it's made of these this leather and 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 and, and sort of these strings is like goat gut, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and it has a jewel in the middle. Uh, rock in the middle and what happens is the tradition is when you hang that in the child's window and they're and they're sleeping they're dreaming the nightmares the dream will go through the dream catches the nightmare will get caught in the netting and the good dream will come to the child uh, will trickle down to the feathers at the bottom and go into the child's consciousness they believe that they're very spiritual people and i and i pattern my dream catchers after that is that when you now take my dream catchers one pay attention uh believe it uh picture it uh, aim straight get real kill fear do good and be you and 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 you're focused on making sure that all of this is pointing towards your dream and to you you're not allowing the negative stuff people who and people are going to be negative on you anyway. You know that. We call them haters. They become distractors. They're right there, yang, 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 all that noise, all that chatter. And what that's doing is putting your focus now on that, taking away from your dream. But when you focus on this, saying to yourself, am I paying attention to what I'm doing? You know, am I believing and knowing I can do it? You know, if I'm, am I real about this? You know, can I, can I do it physically, mentally? And if not, let me, how do I, I put myself in that position? Maybe I get, need to get in better shape. Maybe I need to study a little bit more, you know, killing fear. Do I have any fear about going towards this? Get that out the way. Fear is a dream killer, and it's an illusion also. A lot of times we fear things, and we don't even know why. We just fear it. And you know what? As a parent, your fears, you'll transfer them to your child. You know, I know plenty of people that will say, you know, oh, I don't like to be around here, this and that, this and that, and I'm scared of this, and I always think to myself, that child is going to be right behind you and adopt those same fears that you have. I didn't have any fear. Maybe I was dumb. Maybe I was dumb. I don't know what the case may be. But to, just to lift up and go to New York and say, hey, we're going to meet Bill Cosby. We're going to be on the show. The child believed that, too. What, how is she not going to believe anything else? And so, I mean, but it happened. But it happened. It wasn't that Raven is, is not a someone – just people just putting kids sing better than Raven, act better than Raven, prettier than Raven, right? What's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? But Raven's mindset was different. She didn't believe in failure. We never, but even though she made up aura wanted... that you project. When you believe in something, you project an aura that says you're a winner, and that pulls people to you. Absolutely. And that, again, is, is, is an attractive force. People like that energy. You know, people like that. A lot of times it's because they lack it. That's why a lot of times mm -hmm. people put hatred out on people. It's simply because they don't have it, you know? And it's not about that. It's not about that. And they don't understand do it. That's what it is. They don't know what it is. Right. Right, they, right, they yeah. It's attractive, but they don't know what it they is. They feel and it. That's why they, right. they don't like it, because they can't identify right. and it. You, and you feel it because it's an energy, and your body is this sensory organ that picks up all these subtle energies, and that's what I talk about when I do my workshops and seminars. And, you know, when you're paying attention to that, when you want to know if you're going down the right road, feel it. That's what your feelings are for. And a lot of people say it just feels right, or, or, or it doesn't feel right. It feels wrong. You know, your feelings mean something. There's a reason you have that. You know, and I'm going to bring your that antenna. More. I'm going to bring them. Yes, absolutely. Now, listen, it's even deeper than that, D. Egyptians, we think we only have five senses. The Egyptians knew we had 250. Uh-oh. 
uh-oh, what are we talking about? Things that we don't know, things that we don't know that we need to get back. How do, where's the 250, where's the 250 cents is at? You know, where, where, like for what? The visible world, we only see through the visual, and we're really not even seeing that. We, You know, we're programmed to see certain things, but there's a, a visible and an invisible world that people uh, don't recognize, but it still operates. You don't see the wind, but you know it's there. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. Even the world that you see is a different world than I see. A snake's mm-hmm. world is a whole different world than what we see. So does that mean what? there are different worlds? I don't know. I'm just saying. And that and, and what's real more is in your mind, in your spirit, than it is out here in the physical world. This physical world comes and goes. These images come and they go, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but who we are which is pure energy and light, we're forever. That's why they talk about eternal. And, and, and because we're light, we're energy. We're not physical. We're not the physical. The physical is only for our invisible to experience this worldly plane, you know? And and that's going to go away. You can see that. The graveyards are full. Uh, but you, the light, okay. the spirit, the energy, the love, is forever. And you have to get back in contact with that. Once you get back in contact with that and start operating from that position, then this world, you see, is very malleable, that you can control it, that you can become what you want to become so you can find some joy. Then when you find that joy, you feel good. Well, you actually see it in your physical body. Let's say uh, for you in your health and wellness coaching, uh, you might take mm-hmm. someone who's heavy set. Now that person right. is going to totally change the appearance of their body because yes. they're working with you to do that. They're no longer going to be fat. They're going to be strong. They're going to be different. And that manifests a form of manifesting. Absolutely. A, a form of creating. Form of creating. That's right. You That's completely right. turned you your body around and changed it. it. Absolutely. I did it for myself. I do it for my clients. I mean, average weight loss is 25, 30 pounds. And a lot of this training I do is over the phone because I realize it starts with mind. And so a lot of people need someone to be there. I'm their coach for them. This is easy. This is not brain surgery. All you have to do is eat right and exercise. That's the key. The government has said that 75% of Americans are going to come down with a chronic disease because of poor exercise Poor, poor eating habits and lack of exercise. That's an incredible number. And those chronic diseases uh, is, the, 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 is the death and pain. You ask these people who have these chronic diseases, it's a lot of hurt going on. And they're saying 75% of Americans. But at the same time, you have all of these things that are distracting people to keep them that way. And they're, so they become obese. So my whole thing, my whole situation is first to get you to understand what do you want to be. It's still on the dream situation. What's your dream? You can't get to your dream if your legs are cut off because of diabetes too. You can't get there if you can't get out to bed because you've got a chronic lung disease or chronic heart disease. The body is your vehicle to, uh, to, to reach your dream and then to enjoy it. That's my whole thing. So I have to change the mindset. You have to realize, yes, I don't want to be this way anyway. You know, I don't want to be this any this way anyway. So you, you start eating correctly. And you know what? Just walk hour a day. Just walk an hour a day. Put your headsets on. Put some positive music on. Walk straight for 30 minutes and walk back. You do that every day. And if we talk about what you're going to eat and it just makes sense, in three months, you will lose 25 to 35 pounds. 
and uh, my clients do. And it's simple. I mean, there's a thousand exercises you can do. You can go on the Internet all day long. But before that happens, you have to change your mindset. You have to say enough is enough. You know, you have to say, I don't want to smoke anymore. You have to say, I don't want to eat the fried foods and the cakes and the blue. I don't want to do that because I don't want to be sick. I want to be healthy. Then you start saying, I am fine. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am. You start saying the things that you want to be, and the body will change. It will change because it's following what the mind is, where the mindset is at, always. And you think also that it opens up certain circumstances. For example, you're 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 you may be impoverished, but then you start telling yourself, "No, I'm not impoverished anymore. I'm making money. I'm doing." And then suddenly, situations start coming to you, things that opportunities. But you have to, you have to. That's where you focus because if you let the opportunity slip by, you, you have to be prepared and for the opportunity when it comes. Would you say? Absolutely. You always have to be prepared. You know, so when it came, when it, for example, for Raven to be prepared for the Cosby show, yes, you had the opportunity. Yes, come on. But you still have to, you still have to know those lines. You still have to have the rhythm. You still have to do your job and know your job. But doing her modeling, doing her commercials gave her the tools. You know, gave her the tools so when the opportunity came, she was ready. And she, and that's with anybody. So if you're wishing to be a doctor, look at doctors, study doctors. Uh, 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 keep everything around you about being a doctor. Go visit some doctors and talk to them. And get a mentor that's a doctor. Look at the colleges that the great doctor. You know what I'm saying? Keep yourself aiming straight towards your goal and believing and knowing that you can do it. And it, and it happens for everybody for everybody this is in this world it's not only these are the chosen people or these and i'm missing that in my book that's a bunch of crap i'm just sorry you know i i I would yeah that's just you know that's a mindset put on by by man but we're all equal Mm -hmm. in this on this earth and the power is that if we're in good mind and good in, in good spirit and good body condition we all can achieve what we want to to achieve and i think that's important and let me tell you why i did I've put myself on this path because I realized something. The world is bleeding. The world is dying. You know, uh, all of these wars, climate, and, and, and this, we got animals going extinct. We got people, you know, with the droughts. and It's messed up. It's messed up. And, and the world is divided. And the world is divided. Whatever is going on right now is not working. You see what I'm saying? Whatever going on right now, whatever you believe, it's not working because it's worse and it's getting worse. And we have to change our minds. We have to start with ourselves and making sure that we become better. Once we become better, the earth will come better. And to do that, we must be joyful. And in joyfulness, we find that in us doing what we love to do. That's the way Well, now here comes love. Here's where love enters. You have to stop being greedy and selfish. You have to reach out to others and help others and understand others and 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 even know about other people's cultures. You have to be more patient and and not be so ethnocentric and think our way is the only way. You have to respect everybody's way because everybody's important. Well, you know what? I, I I put it like this so people can understand, Deidre. You know, first of all, we're not separate from each other or from this earth, and that's what our downfall is. We think we are. Oh, well, I'm the special one. I'm special, you know, this and that and so forth. But do you know what happens if a cell in your body 
becomes to think that it's separate. Do you know what that cell becomes? An enemy to the other cells. It becomes cancer. And that ah. cancer's job is to kill the host. Whenever a cell goes off and becomes separate and starts to think it's separate from the other cells, it turns into cancer and kills the host. And that's just like it is with the world that we think we're separate from each other, we think we're separate from nature, we think we're separate, and we're killing the world. It makes sense. That's why when you think about mm-hmm. the, the uh, uh, as above, so shall it be below, right? Yes. Uh, that's the same thing. What's, what's happening on the smallest level of reality is the same thing that's happening on the, the biggest part of reality, uh, the microcosm and the macrocosm. You've heard this, been around for centuries and centuries and centuries, and it's trying to tell you, you're no separate. If, if If you treat your body a certain way, you will die. If you treat the earth a certain way, you will die. And are we looking for death or are we looking for life? Are we looking to nourish the world or are we looking to kill the world? So if we're looking to nourish ourselves, what does it take? Well, it takes nourishing food. It takes fresh water. It takes exercise. Very simple. Do we do it? Do we choose to do it? No. Well, they you know, sitting there. People, they, don't, they follow, and they seem to like have given up instead of saying, okay, let's all get together and, and change. We don't have to look to the government. We can look to ourselves. We could go outside with our own rooms. You could start just sleeping your own sidewalk. You know what I mean? We have absolutely, absolutely. Collectively. And right. that's where we're at. Right. We've got to stop being followers. We have to be independent within ourselves and, and make a contribution. Now, I want to ask you yeah, about we your do. son. You have mm-hmm. a son, Blaze. And, uh, Blaze! How, how, Love that boy. <laughs> and I guess he is a Blaze. He has set the world ablaze. Yeah, blaze he is. A little bit yeah. About himself. Uh, himself oh, Blaze is a, he's, a, uh, he's, you know, he's a uh, hotel manager, and uh, and he's living life like it's golden. And, uh, you know, he has a beautiful baby girl, like my first grandchild. And, and uh, he, he's, he's, he's not in show business or anything like that. You know, he chose not to. And, um, you know, and his life is good. I'm very proud of him. And the book has helped him. All your children, I guess you have, are you have more than two children? No, I don't. Don't add any more to it, did you? No, I only have two children. I don't need you to add no more. Baby mama cheering on the thing. Don't oh, do that to you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was reading something that said your first daughter, so then I said, oh, you must have another ch- daughter. But okay, I guess that's the way the writer put it. Yeah, right, um, yeah, yeah. What's I going to ask you next? Well, See, we the, get old, new generation, the new generation is, is, is dealing with something that we never dealt with in our time. There, there, there's more stress. There's more violence. There's, yes. Uh, you know, it's different. And then people don't respect yes. children. Like before children used to be, you at least took care of your kid. You looked out for your children. But now that's not happening. How, do, how would your book aid kids of today to cope with life to strike out on their well, own? First of, all, I think, first, first of all, I think is that kids don't respect the parents. Uh, I don't think it's the other way around. Uh, and I think I think it's because 
the discipline of that child has been taken out of the parent's hand and put into, you know, mm-hmm. the government's hand or somebody else's hand. That's what gets me. Uh, I mean, you, you can't discipline your child now. Uh, it's not your choice. However, if that child messes up in society, they will discipline your child and put them in a six-by-ten-foot cell for 20 years, subject them to sodomy, rape, blindness, shanking, whatever the case may be. Uh, So I don't even understand that type of thinking. But uh, there was a time back in the day that we feared our parents, you know. Uh, We we wanted to make good grades because we were worried about our parents. I mean, I know I was. I didn't skip school and and, and steal cars and do this and do that uh, because I wasn't worried about the cops. I wasn't worried about the teachers. I was worried about my mama. You know, <laughs> my mama said, I wish you would come in this house talking about you done stole a car, you know. So uh, I think that they're missing that, you know. I mean, I wish to God it was we had a timeout when I was growing up, going to corner for five minutes, you know. Now, little Tommy would burn down the school, shoot up everybody, say, Tommy, did you kill everybody? Uh-huh, go stand in that corner for five minutes. Um, so I don't think that I don't think that their their fear and respect for their parents is here today. I think that instead of them, I think it's the parents that needs to start letting this, their children understand how beautiful they are and why they can be what they want to be by reading my book. And it's the parents' job, not the kids' job. You know, it's the parents' job. Uh, the kid is going to always be a reflection of their parents. Now, that's deep. Unless they start to evolve a little bit more, whatever, whatever the case may be. But bottom line, you are. You are. I don't care what you say, because when you're born, you're just this programmable being, you know, and depending on what culture you're in, depending on your parents, whatever, you got smart parents, more often than not, you're going to have to be a little sharp. You know what I'm saying? If you got parents that are not that smart, whatever, whatever, and they only believe in one little thing, you're going to believe that too. Look at a child growing up in a racist household as opposed to one that's not. You know, what's the difference? Well, they're in the racist household, <laughs> you know, and this is what's being programmed in them. Uh, well, you so know that you have to program that kill those nine people is a is a an example of that. Just his family, he's a product of his circumstances and That's his right. peer group. And we will always be, and we will mm-hmm. always be. But once we start to realize that, we say, okay, then, well, then let us change the way. Let, let it change the way that we're thinking. You know, when I used to keep raving during the day, because um, I worked at night and mom worked during the uh, during the day. And I remember I used to always, you know, I didn't have a baby, so I, you know, I'm just all the time just saying you're gonna be, the world is gonna know you're gonna be famous one day, and you're you're so beautiful, and you're such a queen, you're so beautiful, and you're this and you're that. I would just constantly always say that, always say that, and so we would always say that in the household. And she she just has a great sense of confidence to herself and you can see that today so it's not what is being taught today it's what was seeded yesterday that creates what you are today so if you say well i wasn't seated like that okay i understand but you can be seated like that today and so that your tomorrow can be different so let's change our mind let's start thinking differently well one of the mantras i had you say 10 times a day i am wealthy healthy and wise 10 times every day I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. And to me, those are the three most important things. You need your health. And, hey, need some money, okay? And wisdom and understanding is everything. And if you have these three things, your life journey can be a beautiful thing. And if that is what it's meant to be, I don't think God sent us yes. here to suffer. 
No, Mere no. Suffering is only here because of lack suffering. of non-suffering. We live in a duality, in, in a world, a dualistic world. You know, you can't have a forward without a back. You can't know love without hate. You can't do it. So the creator, to, the architect to me is so genius, you know. And, then, and that's why they say you have a choice. You know, right, you, you, right. for you to know love, there has to be hate. But listen, I gave you choice as a tool to choose that love every time. But at the same time, you can choose to hate or you can, you know what I'm And that's what people do. But that doesn't make it right. We just have this suffering because we're choosing suffering. You see a man over there hungry and he wants something to eat. And then you say, well, Jesus will take care of him. No, you go over there and give him some food. That's the problem. You waiting on something, you know, the invisible to come and, 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 and came yet. I'm not saying there is no deal. I'm not saying that people would trip on that. I'm just saying that man over there is hungry. You have the ability to go over there and feed him. Then do it. Then no, do I'm it. Saying, or that I man's going to sit God there and die. You. God he is in you. you. And so you are, well, are experiencing said. God uh, every time you do something good. I mean, that's the God in you. How can you and be I separate from it? How can you be separate exactly. from it? I mean, even, even Jesus said heaven is in you, but nobody says that. Nobody, nobody says that. That's the problem. Go within yourself. Everybody, everybody who has had some sort of enlightenment has always gone inward. From Buddha, Lao Tzu, Jesus, whatever the case may be, they close their eyes and they go inward. Why? Why? Because that's where the truth lies. That's who you are. People are missed from that. People are looking outward for salvation. You're looking outwardly for salvation. Outwardly is the result of a thought. These buildings and all this is, but the truth, the truth is always in you and in your heart. Those little whispers you hear in your life, don't go that way, go that way. Don't trust that person. What is that? What is that? Think about it. It's not coming from outside. Because I didn't hear it. I don't hear your thoughts. You do. You do. Exactly. And those those thoughts that you hear, there's a voice coming from somewhere. What are you going to listen to, that, or are you going to listen to, you know, uh, Peanut over there? You know, and Peanut <laughs> is cool. Peanut is cool. Don't get me wrong. But you have your own truth. You have your own truth. And this is your life. And one of my dream catchers is do good or be you. That when you, when you, whatever dream you have, it's a, if it's affecting others in a positive way, it, it manifests itself quicker. My child has given joy to many people, has given joy to many people. And we've always, you know, believed in benevolence, giving back. Oh, that's energy, energy called reciprocity. Give, you get, you give, you get. Your positive is positive. Positive begets positive. Life begets life. Death begets life. Uh, death. You know, if you eat well, dead another food, note, I want to uh, congratulate your daughter for being on The View. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Wow, wow. Say that, that she probably applied those principles that led her to The View. Listen, and, uh, those principles is about success in whatever form that is. So if it came, mm-hmm. that opportunity arose for her, and she and she believed that that was something that she wants to do and adds to her life that gives her joy, then she took it and there she is, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's, it's not that she's, you know, it's, it's the seed from the beginning. Her getting, her getting the, the, the view came from the fact that we said she wants to be on the Cosby show 
when she was two years old, mm-hmm. that she can be this star, that she can be successful. You understand what I'm saying? And so and the view is great, but it, it's just going to lead us to something else and something else and something else. It's just right. still right. along the way. Exactly. And that's for everybody else. She believes mm-hmm. that she believes that she can bring this to her. And and once you start believing and knowing it, you don't just you know, just think about it all the time. You're in the flow of it. And you just let it come to you. It's just like Michael Jordan when he has these fantastic games. You hear a lot of basketball players say this, Oh, I just let the game come to me. Right? Because when you try to force it, when you try to force it, you repel a lot of the things away from you, and you don't understand it. You don't understand it. You have to sit, be still, and know, and know. A lot of you heard something said, be still, and, 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 and know, and know thy God. Right? If I'm saying that right. correctly. Be still and know God. Be still and let that which you desire come to you. You know, don't worry about it. I think there was a passage in the Bible or something like that, and I'm not that good on on, on the phrasing from that, but it was like a bird doesn't worry about what it's going to eat every day. It doesn't worry about where it's going to sleep. It just be. You know, our problem is we worry all the time. We worry. We put all that, and that that repels that what we want to come to us away from us. We fear. We fear. That's going to be the greater, that's the most difficult thing to conquer in the principle, don't fear, because so many people are wrapped up in fear. Oh, there's only two things, love and fear. You know, there's only two, love and fear. And one of my dream catchers, kill fear. You know, Mm -hmm. fear is a dream killer. Fear is a dream killer. A lot of people will have a dream, want it so bad, but don't know that their deepest desire is that they fear to have the dream. They fear. Exactly. You know how many people? You many how many times people say they sabotage their success? Think about that. Why is that? Cause of fear. Mm-hmm. If I make a million dollars, I don't know what I'll do. I think I'll lose it. Oh, but I want a million dollars. What a million right. dollars gonna come to you like that? A million dollars ain't gonna come to you like that. You know. Um, I'm gonna ask you about so fear. Fear is terrible. Our our time is uh, is almost upon us. And I wanted to get no, no, our that time is not dog. going up. Oh, <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me ask you about your show dogs because I know that you're involved in that too. We'll talk about that for a few seconds. Um, tell me about your work with them. Well, I have two dogs. One is a Briard, and one is a Black Russian Terrier. They were show dogs. They're retired now, and uh, you know I just. I just want to have that experience. You know, I've always looked at the uh, Westminster Dog Show, and and uh, I just I just love dogs, and I wanted that experience, and I got it. And you know, that's basically it. These are my like my children. I mean, you know, they're just they're they're everything. They're, they're, my, they're my yeah. There's my they're my security. They're my, you know, my kids because my kids are grown, <laughs> and um, you know, just my best friends, man. And you can see them on my my. Um, Let's see my Facebook page, Christopher B. Pierman uh, at well, Facebook dot com. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to close the show without telling people where they can get your book. So how can they? Oh get well, go 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 to my website, which is www dot dream d r e a m dash so dash big dot com dream dash so dash big dot com. Uh, you'll see the flashing book. 
click on the flashing book, scroll down, and you'll see, you know, the checkout and so forth. But then you understand my principles and and what I'm about, the total me, and, and, and all of that on my website. Or go to my Facebook page, which is Christopher.B.Pierman forward slash Facebook.com. Uh, and friend me up, you know, let's talk about it. Uh, let's converse, share ideas, and motivate and inspire each other, and that's what it's all about. Dream-so-big.com, come visit me. All right. So right now and in this moment, do you feel that you have fulfilled all your dreams or there is more to be realized? As long as I'm alive, I'm going to have a dream. Uh, but if I died right now, I die. I would die a happy man because I have fulfilled my dream, and most importantly, my daughter's dream. I made a promise to her. That was between me and her in the crib one day at Piedmont Park in Atlanta, and I said, uh, you know, I, I promised her that she she would be that star, that she would be who she is today, and uh, and that promise was fulfilled. It was kept, and so if I die today, I'm cool with it, you know. But and since I'm alive right now, up oh, I'm talking all over the United States, the dream of me being an author, motivation speaker, uh, inspirational uh, person, helping other people acquire their dreams and so forth, that's happening right now in my reality right now. So, again, if I died right now, I'm still a happy man because I'm on purpose, I'm focused, and everything that I wish to be, I am. Well, on that note, I thank you so much for being my guest today. Christopher B. Pierman. It certainly has been an interesting and informing interview and quite enlightening. And I hope other people will, uh, after listening to the show, go buy your book. I'll name it again. It's Dream So Big, A Parent's Guide to Helping Your Child Believe and Achieve. And now listen, so what's important is that when they when they order my book on my on my on my website, uh, I distribute my book. So I autograph it and personally message for everyone who, who buys the book. So it's not just get the book and there it is. No, it's once I know your name and so forth like that, I personalize a message to you and I autograph it personally. And I think that's what makes it special. Thank you for having me on your show. You know, I think you're incredible as a person. And uh, listen, let us go forth and inspire the world, changing the world one heart at a time. That's my mantra. Thank you. And so you've been listening to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. As you know, our guest today was Christopher B. Pierman. I am your host, Deirdre Schuler. I'm thanking my listeners for making my topic topically yours. And now we're going to end the show by playing It's a Wonderful Life, Julia Falky.
You've been listening to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Souls.